So the covenant with David. So God's covenant with David uh, is God looking ahead to his children that he wants to give his children or Israel that age or the time wherein peace will reign in the land. You know? So God, in God's eyes, in God's plan, he wants that the wars that were being fought would be succeeded by a time of rest. And then the heir of David would now build a house for God. And so David's military victories are a gift from God. And it's not just for his own personal glory or his personal glory, but it was also, above all, to pacify the land, no? to make it peaceful and make it secure. And so peace and security in the land are needed so that the people can, in a way, properly worship Yahweh or properly worship God. And so Yahweh's covenant with David is the fulfillment of what God has already promised. No? And David and his family are the agents through whom Yahweh brings to fruition the assurances that God gave to the fathers, to the patriarchs, Abraham, Jacob, Moses. And yet, you know, what happened next? Now, despite Despite God calling David and, well, David was still very weak and very human, no? And even if God knows that he makes covenants with us, that we are very fragile vessels, no? Or, or very weak and imperfect persons, no? God still continues to call us and make covenants with us. And David, of course, we know what happened next with what, he did to Uriah, the husband of Bathsheba, and what he did to Bathsheba. And so, God promised that the house of David would stand forever. And we might even ask, no, if you continue the narrative of what happened to the kingdom of David, we could even ask, no, what happened that to God's promises that within a couple of hundred years, the line of David comes to an end. And as if his dynasty, you know, his kingdom has never revived. And so later on, the later parts of the Old Testament, especially when you go to the book of Chronicles and the Psalms, you would now find the true nature of God's covenant with David. So it was not just for David's personal glory, but there was something deeper more mysterious and more and in a way there you would find a sense of divine when god told david that he would give him the a throne or a kingdom no it was not the kingdom of david it was later on of course you will know to be the kingdom of god and the ruler so to speak is christ or god himself um, the covenant with David was not just a human project. No, it's not something very human, but it, it was that this gracious God, this forgiving and merciful God, who also looked at David with mercy, had a deeper purpose in view for covenanting with David. And so despite the sins of the leaders to whom God makes covenants with, now, the biblical writers believe that 
you know, even despite of our weaknesses and sin, God would still be faithful to his design. Now, when you go to the first and second book of Chronicles, um, you would you would find that the emphasis of Chronicles would be different. They, they were actually written after the monarchy came to an end, no? And the temple had been put to the ground. And the people had suffered deportation to a different land. And so they are slaves once again. Now, the task of the one who wrote Chronicles 1 and 2 was to actually give hope. The reminder of what happened to David, the painful human frailty um, of David. In the book of Chronicles, it, David was portrayed as someone who could embody the future for which the people so ardently longed. Meaning that even if this happened to them, no, even if David sinned and the the and the the result was that they were exiled to another land, this community, the 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 of course Israel, um, was assured that God would still make true his promises to David, no? And so as a result, the portrayal of David in the first and second book of Chronicles is somewhat new. And what they did was they portrayed the David who had, of course, started to be started to be started as a shepherd boy, his lowly beginnings, how he rose into power and his triumph over King Saul, no? And so David's victories are underlined and he is given a special status in the organization and celebration of the temple worship of the Israelites. What happened to his sin against Bathsheba and Uriah? No, they're not accounted for in the book of Chronicles. And so in a way, you know, you would now find that hope is being given to this community that is struggling to find where God's will is, God's purpose is. And then later on, you would find that um, in the book of Psalms, the Psalms now would present David as protected by divine assurances. And so even if um, there would be moments in the Psalm wherein as if um, they're lamenting and crying out to God, there would always be divine assurances of hope no? and hope. So the covenant with David becomes the foundation of the community's hope for the future. The figure of David is transformed in the process, and instead of a heroic but sinful figure in the book of Samuel, books of Samuel, we have now what you call an idealized founder um, of a new beginning or a new religious dawn. So what God promised to David was his dynasty will endure, not as a political reality but in the piety and liturgy of the people. And so the dream of the glory takes on a different shape. The hopes pinned on the house of David have a more spiritual quality. And when we look forward, what would be the great, one of the greatest, um, well, the, the, one of the greatest realizations of the covenant God made with David? And so we know that Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God, 
is called the son of David because he came from the line of King David. And so it would be coming from the line of David, the promised Messiah for whom Israel has been so longing for and waiting for so that they would be set free from their enemies. And the kingdom of David is something that would endure. It's not a kingdom that uh, that is, of course, based on human powers, but it's the kingdom of God, which is more enduring. And the peace that the people are longing for, the peace that they tasted in the kingdom of David would endure in the kingdom that Jesus Christ um, has shown in his public ministry and eventually when he suffered, when he died, and when he rose again. And that concept of the kingdom is still in a way continuing up to this very moment when we are all challenged to become agents of peace. That we, in our very lives, that we will be other Christs so that as we live our lives well, as we constantly answer to the call of God, if we become true to ourselves and we finally find our purpose in the greater scheme of things and we play our part well, then people will see the presence of God alive in us and the kingdom of God will come.